You really don't get it, do you, Hank? You don't get it, do you, huh? You don't get it, do you? You really don't get it, do you? You don't get it, do you, Denise? I used to be legit. What do you think? Well, what do you know? Take it away. I did. All right, Chess. What movie do we just see? I asked you. Han Solo. Called Solo a Star Wars story. It's not called Han Solo. I wish you would have scratched my back. It really started me off on the wrong foot. Okay, Jess, real quick without any spoilers, did you enjoy the movie? 100%. Yes. Is that your grade, 100%? You asked me if I enjoyed the movie, and I said 100%. Yes. What grade do you give it? A+. Plus. A+. Plus, so 100 out of 100. Or is it a 97? I mean, you can't be dishing out hundreds every, you know... I don't know, though. Did you I like mean, it better than The Last Jedi? I don't remember The Last Jedi, okay. so I'm going to no, say yes. Let me reenact The Last Jedi. Uh-oh. I saved you, dummy. Oh, gosh. Yes, Rogue? I liked it better. Okay, what about Rogue One? You weren't a big Rogue One fan, but I loved Rogue One. Yeah, what's the other one? Force Awakens. Episode, yeah. Yeah. I liked that one a lot. Rogue One, watching it the second time, I liked it better. Okay, so... We both like Solo. I would give it a 97. It's a respectable number. It's a respectable number. number. I enjoyed it. So you like it it better than Rogue One? No, it's not better than Rogue One. Wait, what? Rogue One is more than 97? I Well, I prefer less comedy. Even Solo has way less comedy than The Last Jedi. (laughs) Or even The Force Awakens. It's a more more serious movie, but still, I mean, there is comedy. Lando Calrissian is a comedic character. You have L3, the robot, another comedy. You have Woody Harrelson. There's a lot of comedy in it. But Rogue One, not so much. And when I think Empire Strikes Back, I don't think comedy. Sure, there are comedic moments with Yoda and with even with Lando, but this is more comedy than we need. Was Yoda in this movie? <laughs> Why'd you talk about Yoda? Empire Strikes Back. How did you get there? I said, listen, there's comedy in Empire Strikes Back. We don't look at it as a comedy. Like Solo, there's... Way more comedy in Solo than Empire Strikes Back, but there's not as much comedy in Solo as in, like, The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi. Like, this is okay. toned back a lot. All right, I'm following Okay, again. now it's important to note, most people know that Solo was originally directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. They directed The Lego Movie and 21 Jump Street. So they Interesting. Filmed, right, they filmed approximately 70% of the scheduled production days, and they were fired and Ron Howard took over. Why were they fired? Well, I've read different things. Creative differences for Uh-oh. one. I've read that they were making more of a comedy than people liked, and which that makes perfect sense. Why do you hire Definitely. the guys who made the Lego movie in 21 Jump Street if mm-hmm. you don't want a straight comedy? Isn't Ron Howard kind of a comedic guy, though, too? I mean, I would say Ron Howard directed movies. Isn't Ron Howard Arrested Development? Yeah. Yeah, he, he created the show. He narrates it, but I mean... A Beautiful Mind. Osmosis oh, these Jones. Are, these are where he's acted. <laughs> Director. Okay. Um, okay. Inferno and the Heart of the Sea, the Moby Dick movie, Rush, Frost Nixon, Da Vinci Code, Cinderella Man, The Missing, oh, okay. Ransom, Apollo 13. A Beautiful Mind? Yeah. No way. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. There's a comedy for you. Splash. Fantastic. Movie. So, but when I think Ron Howard, I think of a stable director, you're going to get pretty much exactly what you want. Like, he knows what he's doing. So he's a much safer bet. Now, what I had read about you know, the firing the directors was at one point they were saying that 
the the actor that plays Solo is Alden Ehrenreich, if I'm saying his last name correctly. But I mean, there were reports that he needed an acting coach that he didn't. I don't know if he wasn't acting the way they wanted or. Huh, Han, sounds like Han Solo. I don't follow orders. I don't think he ever says that, but that's just well, his like tagline. So what I read about the situation was by whatever the director's guild or something like that, if a director films 75% of the scheduled production days, even if he's replaced at that point, he's entitled to control over the director's cut and like post-production, something like that. So if they wanted, if they weren't happy with the way the movie was going and they wanted to take control of it again, they needed to fire them before it was at 75%. So even though Ron Howard only directed, you know, 25% of the movie plus reshoots, he still gets full credit for it. It's kind of a weird. Wow. That's what I've read and what the video I saw explained it. So it's very interesting. So anyways. It's very cool. As far as the movie, I loved it. I think Han Solo was fantastic. Not going to disagree with you. Mm-hmm. Very cool character. Um, what about the acting compared to Harrison Ford as far as replacing or taking over that role? Honestly, he's a young version of Harrison Ford. Oh. Like, he's he's still got that boisterous, you know, young at heart. Things are just going to always work out for him where, you know, Harrison Ford's a little more seasoned and he's got the, you know, he's probably lost some. <laughs> battles and whatnot and you know he's still arrogant but the the actor actor is he's just young okay i can see that that makes sense valid response thanks danny that was good no i agree i liked him i also really liked lando calrissian played by donald glover brilliant i mean when i think of solo anytime he was on screen like i was paying attention there are also a lot of different um smaller characters that appear and disappear. And that's one of the things I liked about the movie was you might think, oh, we have a new main character or like a new part of the team. Boom. And they've got a different storyline going on. Like you don't expect. There is something constantly going on in this movie. Yes, there is. And obviously you have your doubts because you don't want someone else messing up Han Solo. But I like the origin of his character. I like how he got his name. I like meeting Chewbacca. It's all sorts of. Are they called Easter eggs in this movie? Easter eggs, references to other movies. I mean, yes. between different characters saying quotes that Solo might say in A New Hope. I mean, I love it. And visually, it's a beautiful movie. Yeah. I like how dark it is. Um, there's not much bad I can say about the movie. I mean, you could argue that maybe there's too much going on. Or maybe if you like some of the characters that go off in their own storylines that seem to like appear and then, boom, they're doing their own thing. I However, mean, I will say, coming from a... I mean, don't get me wrong. I've seen every Star Wars movie multiple times, but it's a little harder for me to follow the intricacies of the planets, the characters, and I just don't read about it and get into it as much as a few other people. But that being said, this movie, it was still, as much as there was going on, I wasn't lost. So anybody, if you haven't seen other movies, they could enjoy it. Yes, the average viewer. The average viewer. What did you think of Woody Harrelson? So apparently I'm really bad at paying attention in previews because I got really excited when I saw him. You didn't know he was in the movie? I got really excited when I saw him. I'm like, Danny, I started squeezing your hand, but then I was like, oh, you you probably know this. Yeah, I knew that. I mean, Um, he was in the trailer quite a bit. I bet he was. But he, I mean, it's Woody Harrelson, you know? I mean, he has been in pretty pretty much everything. I mean, he's been consistently... 
in movies and TV shows since the 80s when he was on Cheers. So it's pretty cool. Um, Amelia Clark, obviously, if you like Game of Thrones, she's in there. Uh, yeah. Doing her thing. She's good, you know. Very uh, good. Paul Bettany is Dryden Voss, like the main villain of the movie. Fantastic. I'm sure everybody saw him as Vision in Infinity Wars or in his all-time best movie, A Knight's Tale. Ooh. Jeffrey Chaucer. What was that name? Chaucer. 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 Oh, okay. I'm a writer. I write. So, okay, let's go back to Amelia Clark for just a minute. I love her. Sir, um. I think she's amazing. A couple of scenes, I felt she was maybe overacting. So maybe that that's, you know. Maybe. 100% so little. Uh, no, listen. There are a couple of facial expressions that I was like, hey, when I, you know, have to act, I make that face. <laughs> like, well, that's not what I want to see. About Amelia Clark. She is great as Khaleesi, Game of Thrones. But if she was not Khaleesi, she would not be in this movie. Just like she wouldn't have been in Terminator Genesis playing Sarah Connor. True. Like, it's just, that's who she is. Are there better actresses? Of course. There are plenty better actresses. But it's Amelia Clark. Yeah. So, I mean, when you think people like that age group, <clears throat> like late 20s, early 30s, like, like Felicity Jones and Rogue One and Jennifer Lawrence, like they're just a group of talented female actresses that had big roles and they can just get off her parts. So, I mean, I think That's she, how it works. Yeah, but she did great with what she had and her character is very interesting. And, mm-hmm. and then it just reminded me of another part. We were talking about how beautiful the movie was. And one of my favorite scenes is... And I don't think I'm giving anything away because I'm sure it's in the trailer even. But when Han Solo walks up to like the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon and just how beautiful it looked. And I felt like it was well, so well done that like I felt his emotion. Yeah, it was great to see his character like, you know, really seeing space like for the first time and flying. And because we've seen, you know, episodes, you know, four, five, six and seven. So, you know, where his character goes. So it's kind of sad because, you know, his character is going to die eventually murdered by his own son. Yeah. Now back to the question, would I have rather seen a Han Solo movie where it was before episode seven, like a week before? Yes. I think we should be seeing that first because you can always go back in time and do a young Han Solo movie, but Harrison Ford's only around for so much longer. Take advantage of that. In my opinion, I want Harrison Ford. We want Harrison Ford. We want... The great thing is that years from now, we'll probably still have Harrison Ford movies because they'll CGI his face and... Oh, goodness. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Now, the movie looked beautiful. The director of photography, the cinematographer, was Bradford Young. He did Arrival, which was a beautiful movie. Like, I would guess that movie was... He was nominated for that movie. And Selma, also another good movie. So, it makes sense why it looked good. Anything wrong with the movie before we quickly go into spoilers because we are over the 10 minute mark. Uh huh. It's pizza day tomorrow. It's pizza day. <laughs> All right, Jess, anything wrong with the movie? Well, I, I feel like that partially gets into spoilers. Okay, so maybe so, we should we give our spoiler alert? Well, real quick, this isn't a spoiler, but one of my least favorite lines in movies, well, there's a couple, but um, when someone says, you just don't get it, dude, or, you don't get it, kid. So there's got to be the the writing police or something that says you, we can think of something else to say. Just don't get it, do you? No more visit from the two fairy. So what? You really don't get it, do you? You still don't get it, do you? You really don't get it, do you? You don't get it, do you? Last time you weren't fighting this. 
You don't get it, do you? You don't get it at all, do you? You just don't get it, do you? No, but played you. You don't get it, do you? You don't get it, do you, kid? Enough of that. It's a little overdone. All right, I'm done with that. Let's move into spoiler. Jess, give us give the spoiler warning. Spoiler alert! Spoiler, spoiler alert! All right, so we are into spoilers. Jess, what did you not like about this movie? Okay, love Woody Harrelson. Okay, but it's that perfect. Um, like he had a big storyline, but it's still kind of like, what's he doing in this movie? I felt like. You saw a twist coming with his character. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't expect him to be the bad. I once just said, like, oh, I have, a, I have a guy on the inside or whatever. When Paul Bennett's character, Dryna Voss, says, he talks over the radio, come on in. At that point, you know it's going to be Woody Harrelson's character. But I'm like, I don't, there's nothing in it that makes me think that's how it would go down unless it was, like, a plan to, like, a double agent kind of thing or triple agent. Like, pretend you're... I mean, I hoped that, yeah. It's not like he was a side... If he was, like, a side character, like, had a few lines, I'm like, that's Woody Harrelson, why he's in this movie? (laughs) Then I would be, like, more shocked. Okay. Or not... I'd be less shocked. Like, he's only in the movie to be the bad guy. So I I was okay with that. I guess when I think of the entire movie is that so many things happen where the movie starts off, Woody Harrelson, he has a crew already. And he has a pretty solid crew. Well, I think that's what's so great about that, though, is because Han Solo is solo. You know, he's on his own, so he needs, he finds people. He's not going to be one to assemble a crew. Like, he has to build his way into one, talk himself up. I guess my only complaint would be, I mean, it, it could be a compliment or a complaint, but the movie goes in different directions. You've got the first, you know, 15 minutes where it's, you know, solo and... Kira. Kira. Solo and Kira, like, they're together on the planet. You know, he escapes, she doesn't. He's going to come back for her. And it's three years later. And it's like the movie's going in one direction where it's like, okay, he's going to come back, he's going to save her. That's like the end of the movie kind of thing. Maybe. Next thing you know, she pops up with the main bad guy. And it's like, that's convenient for the story. So on one hand, I can go with it because I didn't expect it's a go that route. Mm-hmm. Um, even though in the trailer they kind of showed her in that scene, but I kind of tuned that out a little bit. But I can see why people would complain a little bit, maybe where it's not a clear movie. Like they fit a lot of stuff into it. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would have liked to see more about her character. How you know, heard how she got to that point. I mean, I guess towards the end it sort of alludes to how, but you know, I like things spelled out a little bit more. I mean, her character was great though. Unexpected ending, at least in my book. I enjoyed Han shooting Woody Harrelson. Yeah. That was a nice nod to the Han versus Greedo type of situation. They knew what they were doing. They did. Now, did you recognize Clint Howard? Who? Who's Clint Howard? Ron Howard's brother. I'm pretty sure he's in every Ron Howard film. Really? He he was in the scene with Lando and L3, like the the cage fighting robots. Lando says, let go of the mean man. Oh, yeah. The mean man is Clint Howard. So that was cool. Oh, very cool. Um, there's a lot. There's too much to like about this. I mean, we could go on for an hour talking about like visually what I like. What's it? IMDb only has it at a 6.7. Well, it just came out. 12,000 people voted. So it'll maybe go up. What What does Rotten Tomatoes say? Oh, no. We're checking Rotten Tomatoes. 69. 69? Would not have expected that. No. I would I would guess more. So I would ignore that. Show dogs at 18%. Overboard's <laughs> at 28 Deadpool 82, okay. Acceptable. Yeah. Avengers 83. 
Wow. Quiet Place 95. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. you Listen, you guys saw the movie. You liked it. We liked it. There's not a whole lot wrong with it. There's Did only- they see the movie? Isn't this podcast called Before You See the Film? Well, yeah, but we, we're never on top of that. I guess at this point we're talking spoilers anyway, so you better have seen the film. <laughs> I, here's the thing. If in a perfect world, this would be literally before you see the film, but since there's no more midnight showings and it's Thursday and there's been like 20 showings today, by the time I edit it, it's tomorrow and then you're like, you've already seen it. So, yeah. Jess, any closing thoughts? We kind of rambled on. It's been a little bit longer than 10 minutes and we're not very detailed about this, but I enjoyed it. That's all you need to know. Just Go because it. it's so good. There's not nothing to talk about because everything is good. You should go see it. I don't want to tell you about it because I want you to experience it on your own. And if you have already seen it, good for you. You know what we're talking about. A-plus film. A-plus. Now, here's a double spoiler real quick because this was the most shocking part of the entire movie. Spoiler alert. (laughs) If you don't want to know, just turn us off. Okay. The most shocking part of this movie. The entire movie, most of it, you don't know who is the main ultimate bad guy. Kira mentions this person by name. Dryden Voss. Dryden Voss? Something like that. Paul Bettany mentions... I thought she was talking about her dragon the whole time. Right. Mentions this guy who's in charge. And we don't know who it is. And then, boom, towards the end, the hologram appears. And you're like, there's a guy in a cloak sitting down. And you're like, wait, what's going on? I'm thinking Jar Jar Binks. I didn't say it out loud, luckily. (laughs) It is Darth Maul. Yes, Darth Maul, the guy that was cut in half in The Phantom Menace, is back. If you've watched Clone Wars or... Whatever Star Wars animated... Clearly, we don't watch it. We, I've never watched it, but I've heard about this. Point being, Darth Maul is in this movie, and I was completely shocked. Also, side note, I was thinking this is the first movie without a lightsaber. No, you're wrong. Darth Maul's holding a lightsaber. He ignites it just for the heck of it. Yeah. But it's beautiful. I love it. I really liked Dragon's, the bad guy, weapon. It was like an outline light- lightsaber. It was like a... A knife with the... A, yeah, it was like a dagger, like double-ended dagger with the outline of lightsaber. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Listen, there's so many good things about this. We didn't even talk about the Kessel Run, the dice. There's so many things. If you've seen the movies... We alluded to the Easter eggs. We alluded to it, but there's so much more. I mean, we even talked about the rebellion with the mining colony and the slaves. I mean, we didn't talk about L3, who was a kind of annoying character, the robot, but the robot showed up. Freed a bunch of people and died. And then say, like became part of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Right? That's crazy. Not to mention, we were watching Empire Strikes Back last night. And Jess brought the point of Lando calling Han Solo Han. Oh, gosh. And Jess asked me, why does he call him Han? I know a good reason. I'm just like, well, I don't know. That's just how he says it. <laughs> but he calls him Han. And in this movie. In yeah. this movie, he calls him Han. And then Han Solo corrects him. So then obviously he just continues to yeah. call him Han. So it, Perfect explanation. Also, you watch Empire, and I'm like, why is Lando wearing a cape? Like, who is this guy? He's just wearing a cape? It's very strange. In this movie, he's got so many capes, they make fun of him. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. not to mention, Chewbacca rips off two arms. <laughs> yeah, he does. I mean, that was hilarious. So, there are so many great parts in this movie. <laughs> the comment after that was made it so yeah, great. Yeah, that was going to fit me. The, the cost. Yeah, yeah, the the uniform. Yeah. Han Solo and Chewbacca... They're finally like a true team. There's so much of them. You're going to go see this movie again. If someone tells you it's not that great... Don't listen. Yeah, tell them to go watch The Phantom Menace. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. I say that while I wear a Jar Jar Binks (laughs) t-shirt, which I wore in public. And oh yes, a few years ago, 
when The Force Awakens came out and we dressed up for Star Wars, I, on live TV, commented how I wanted to go as Jar Jar Binks because an underappreciated character in the Star Wars universe. I got nothing to say to that. All right, have a good night. <laughs>